Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Through the Waves podcast. I'm your host, Amelia May. This week's guest was my friend, Emily Voss. Emily and I have been following each other on social media for years, and this was the first time that we got to connect in person to hear so much about her story and all of the hats she wears on a regular basis. Emily is an ideologist, an ear doctor, an influencer, and an entrepreneur. She is the CEO and founder of Miss 305, a clothing brand that she started in Miami during COVID. We talked all things, being in your young 20s, balancing school, work, social media, and her personal life. Throughout the past five years, Emily has lived in Toronto, Canada, Miami, Florida, and New York City, and it was so interesting to learn about how she's grown and changed and evolved throughout living in those cities the past few years. And of course, we talked all things wellness routines and how she sets herself up daily to show up as the best version of herself. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this episode, and I think you're going to absolutely love it. So let's get into it. So you came into town for graduation. Yes. Happy congratulations. So excited. What are you like officially graduating from? So I just finished eight years of school. I got my doctor of audiology degree. So oh my gosh. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I walk the stage tomorrow. Woohoo. Finally. <laughs> and you graduated officially from UM? No, it was Nova Southeastern in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, okay. So it's their College of Healthcare Sciences. And then have you, you haven't always gone there, right? So I went there for four years, but then for my undergrad, I was in um, at Western University, which is just outside of Toronto in Ontario, Canada. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wait, okay, so now give us the progression because when we started following each other, you were mm-hmm. in Miami. Yes, yes, that's true, that's true. So I was living in Fort Lauderdale the majority of the time when I was doing my um, degree, my mm-hmm. doctorate, and then in my last year, Second last year, I did an internship in Miami. So I lived there for two months. So it was through the University of Miami. And yeah, that's when we met. So I did live in Miami before I moved to New York for a couple months. Yeah. And also, I want to say happy birthday or like happy late birthday to Miss 305. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. How did that like come about? Like what was like the birth story of Miss 305? So, so you know, obviously, Miss 305 is my clothing brand. It actually started during COVID. So, wow. yeah, I was really tired of just studying and I didn't really have a social life because everything was kind of shut down. So I kind of wanted to work on a project. So I started designing swimwear and I always had a dream of launching a swimwear company and just doing bikinis. And I thought, why yeah. not in Miami? So I started sketching things out and started working with a manufacturer in Miami and actually saw different products come to light. And I loved the bikinis I had. And then the restrictions in Florida during COVID were kind of diminishing. So Mm -hmm. I had a friend come visit me and she was like, Emily, I'm just going to pack nothing. I'm going to bring an empty (laughs) suitcase. I'm going to go shopping and find like whatever I'm going to wear when we go out or when we go to restaurants um, and not bring anything. I said, yeah, no problem. I'm sure you'll find something like great. So long story short, we go shopping. She doesn't find one thing she likes. There was just nothing that really tailored to her, anything that she'd want to wear out. So I was kind of thinking, well, here I am. I'm going to launch the swim company. Why don't I start a company that not just has swimwear, but that has clothing, that has resort wear, that has, you know, clothes that's tailored to people like my friends so that when they travel to Miami, they know where to shop. So that's kind of what birthed Miss 305. No way. That is Mm -hmm. so cool. Thank you. Wow. And then obviously Miss 305 is like the area code for Miami. Exactly. Exactly. What was like the name process that you went through? 
Like, did it just come to you or like what was like the process? Of that? So at first, my swim was going to be called Spectrum just because all the different colors of the spectrum. Oh my, wait, so that's, that's so beautiful. That was originally okay. yeah. what I wanted to do. And then when my friend came to visit and she was like, there's nothing in Miami, there's nothing here for me to wear, I said, well, I need to associate the name with Miami. Mm-hmm. Why not the area code? Yeah. And call it a miss because all my girlfriends need clothes yeah. to wear when they come travel here. Wow, Emily, that is such a cool story. Thank you, thank you. I and appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. But you didn't have like a background in fashion, right? Like Zero, nothing. You just started hand sketching these mm-hmm. prints and then you yep. found the manufacturers mm-hmm. yourself? Yep. That's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Wow, thank yeah. you. Yeah, and I feel like well, obviously, we, like, just met in person for the first yeah. time. Yeah. But we've been, like, Instagram friends for, what, two years now? I think two years. Two years. Even a little, maybe a little more. Yeah. yeah. And it's been so cool to, like, see you grow and see Miss 305 grow and yeah. just, like, Thank you. the progression of everything. I appreciate yeah. it. That means a lot. Yeah. And what was, like, obviously, you've moved around the past mm-hmm. couple of years, mm-hmm. living in New York and now Canada. Mm-hmm. What has that, like, connection brought to Miss 305, too, as you've bounced around? Mm-hmm. So definitely leaving Miami was a challenge because it was rooted in Miami and, you know, in, in the, word, the, the clothes were inspired through, like, the culture, the subcultures of Miami and, yeah. you know, seeing the style, being there, living there. But then living in New York, I wasn't seeing what, you know, the typical girl wears in Miami anymore. So it was definitely a challenge changing locations, but then it actually brought on a lot of inspiration because, you know... People still wear resort wear in New York and people yeah. still need it in New York to go to Miami. So it kind of, you know, yeah. created a huge network of people I could talk to and from other people who also had brands who were living there as well and kind of picked their brands. Yeah. Wow. And you also, it's cool because you could kind of see that through like the Instagram feed. Really? Okay. Just like how it kind of transformed yeah. kind of like as you've grown as well. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So let's talk you moved to New York. You lived there for a year. Lived there for a year, yeah. What was like, have you ever lived in New York before? Never, never. It was my first time. What was the yeah. adjustment from like South Florida to yeah. like New York City? Which is funny because Tatiana, the guest I just had on last, yeah. she's from New York and she moved down no here. No way. Oh, so she so, had the opposite transition. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. Um, it was definitely probably the craziest transitions I've ever experienced. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I loved it. It was, it was hard at the start because, you know, learning how to take the subway, living in a smaller space, all the constant stimulation and chaos. You know, there's constantly people around. You can't really go to the ocean for a day to kind of decompress or, you know, clear your head. So I think that was the trickiest was just being in small confined spaces and not really having that sense of fresh air like you would in Florida. But yeah. It was definitely a great experience, and I would highly recommend living there if anyone has the opportunity to do that in their 20s, because it definitely has a lot of character. Wow, yeah. Mm -hmm. I actually, I thought about moving to New York, I guess two years ago now. Really? How come? I just was so, like, I was down here, I just got out of a breakup, and I was like, okay, time for me to make a life change, Mm -hmm. I'm going to get up. All of my best friends were going to, or two of my best friends were going to come with me. I was like, guys, we're going to pack up all of our stuff, Oh my and we're going to move to New York. Yeah. None of us have ever lived in New York. Yeah. Then when it came to the point of me, like, actually moving, yeah. I was like, wait, I've never grown up around, like, I've always been close to the ocean. Right. I've never lived not close to the ocean. How the heck am I supposed to live there? Yeah. And then I was like, okay, now I just go and visit, right. and I love the city so much. There's it's so great. 
much happening. There's always so much going on. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because everyone's in their own little world. It's true. No one cares yeah. about you. Like, that's yeah. the biggest difference, which I loved, was, you know, everyone's doing their own thing. Everyone's independent. Everyone, like, people just dress however they want. They walk on the streets. They don't They don't care. Like, oh, no, no one's judging you because yeah. people are just their own person and they're just doing themselves, whereas I, I feel like here, it, it's more, you know, it, it's not as much like that, yeah. if that makes sense. I feel like everyone is in their own little, like, even when you're people watching on the streets, everyone's in their own little bubble, Yes. and everyone's yes. concerned with their world yes. and their world only. Absolutely. There's, like, nowhere else like it in the world. 100%. Yeah. No, it's, it's truly a beast in and of itself, for sure. Yeah. And I get so many questions about, like, so many girls DM me about moving to South Florida. Yeah. So what are some pros and cons of living in South Florida mm-hmm. and pros and cons of living in New York? I'd say pros of living in South Florida would be the beach, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Being able to just escape your daily life, your hustle and bustle, whatever you're doing for work, you can just go to the beach. I'd also say the weather. It's yeah. always nice here. It's always beautiful. Even if it's raining, it's nice. Yeah. And I'd say another pro is that the majority of the time people are very happy here and people are very nice. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have, you know, people in retirement who are happy because they've retired and they're not yeah. working anymore. Or you have someone like you who's an influencer, a podcaster, a blogger, who's kind of found a way to keep romanticizing her life and making the most out of it and super happy. Yeah. So, and then you also have students who are studying who are also happy because they're doing mm-hmm. it in the warmth. So I'd say those two. And then I'd say cons would be that the seasons don't change. So yes. that was one thing I really struggled with when staying in Florida in the summer because I was in school here. Mm-hmm. And I was, I called my mom, the trees aren't changing. I miss fall. I miss, yeah. you know, You're a like, change Christmas season. isn't Christmas anymore. Yeah. yeah. And here I am getting a Christmas tree in my apartment and yeah. decorating. And I'm like, I, I can't. There's no snow. This doesn't feel real. So that's definitely something that, you know, you can't change here, but that's a, a con of living in South Florida. And it's hard to think of a second. Um, Do you think you'd ever move back here? Yes, absolutely. Yes. I'd love to live here one day. Yeah. 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 For sure. And then pros and cons of living in New York? Um, Good questions. Uh, Wait, and then let's toss in Toronto too. Yeah. Can we do that? Yeah, absolutely. So living in Toronto, um, or I'll do New York first, New York City. (laughs) Um, I'd say the pros are you're just central to everything you can travel everywhere anywhere um even the subway system is great you can get across the city in seconds did that take you so okay I've gone to visit New York a mm-hmm. handful of times and mm-hmm. my best friends live there like yeah. they all live there yeah the subway's like second nature to them yes subways terrify me yes Why? I've gotten really so lost yeah um I I mean, because I like to drive everywhere. I'm so yeah. used to just, like, walking or driving. Right, right. So subways, like, terrified me like hell. When you moved to the city, was that a right. big adjustment for you? Absolutely. I had only taken it a couple of times in Toronto, and it's nothing like Toronto. So the first couple of times I got lost, I would kind of do loops, and I would yeah. not really realize, you know, how to get to the other side of the street, or, oh, there's a difference between um, going Upper East versus mm-hmm. Lower East Side. So it took a while to get adjusted to it, but um, once you kind of know your ways or where you're going, you're, it, it, it's like you know it like the back of your hand. You don't even have to question where you're going or how you're getting there. So I think it, it would take like two and a half weeks, three weeks tops to wow. kind of learn the system. Yeah. Okay, I cut you off, so go no, ahead. No, you're I so wanted to hear. Um, so, so that's a pro of living in New York is the subway system and 
you know, being able to fly anywhere because they have so many international airports. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd also say another pro would be the seasons. Um, you do see the seasons there and people kind of make the most of every season and every holiday. Yeah. So Christmas, I actually spent Christmas there with my family. Oh, yeah, how was that? it was so special. We got a tree off the side of the road. We oh decorated my, my apartment. <sighs> we had a beautiful Christmas brunch. Mm-hmm. We went to the Nutcracker. It was a very New York typical Christmas. Wow, okay, I love that. Yeah, it was super okay. special. So fun. So definitely the seasons, like October. Central Park is so beautiful, just seeing the, the leaves change. Yeah. Um, and then I'd say some cons. My first would be that it's definitely a bit chaotic and overstimulating. Mm-hmm. So you don't really get a chance to be in nature other than going to Central Park or going yeah. away for the weekend. So I'd say that that's a con, just the constant stimulation. Yeah. And then another con I would say is that it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I think it's now ranked one of the most expensive places to live. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. So just, you know, you can't necessarily afford what you would get in South Florida or yeah. Toronto for what you would get in New York. So yeah. those would be my... That was yeah. my little list. Oh, I love it. And then if someone's going to visit, what are some of your favorite, like, spots? Like, what was, like, a typical day? Because I think you're so young and you've lived yeah. in so many different places mm-hmm. that, like, it's so cool to see, like, how you've changed to, right. like, and just right. grown and progressed. What was, like, a typical day in the life for you? So I worked very long hours. So I was working at Wild Cornell Medicine. So it's yeah, Cornell's yeah. Hospital in the Upper East Side. So I kind of, I'd wake up in the morning. I would have my breakfast, get on the subway, get to work. I would, you know, shadow whoever, whatever doctor I was working with, do that Uh for the day. And then I was honestly too tired to exercise, which we'll kind of maybe touch upon later. But um, I want to hear about that. So then I would sometimes like get takeout or go out for dinner, like on my street that I was living at. Mm -hmm. And then I would go to bed. So that was a very non-traditional New York day in the life. But then a weekend day in the life, I would just walk. So my okay. favorite thing to do was not set any plans, not make any reservations, just oh my God, put I'm my AirPods in, put my sunglasses on, mm-hmm. and walk. Walk for hours, just exploring new places and not telling anywhere where, anyone where I'm going, not talking to anyone, but just being alone with myself, taking myself on a huge date across the city. And, you know, if I see a cafe, I'd stop in, or if I saw a cute store, I'd kind of yeah. take note of it, but it was just, you know, walking and just kind of getting lost in my new home was probably that. a big highlight oh for me yeah I love that and then where did you find the balance of because obviously you went to school for so what is it that you were studying completely like what is it that you want to do with your doctorates so it's a doctor of audiology so in like kind of layman terms it's an ear doctor okay so what we do as an audiologist it's comparative to an optometrist so you go to your eye doctor yeah get your eyes checked to get your prescription they'll put your prescription in your glasses they tell you what's wrong with your eyes but they wouldn't do any surgery you would get your eye surgery by an ophthalmologist so as an audiologist I'm an ear doctor so I can test your hearing through diagnostic testing if you have hearing loss I prescribe your hearing loss into a set of hearing aids I can do balance testing vestibular testing newborn hearing screenings so everything that encompasses the ear but then if you Uh had to get an ear surgery you wouldn't come to me I would refer you or you would go to your otolaryngologist also known as an ENT so as an audiologist we see all kinds of different patients similar to an optometrist but for very specialized issues that have to do with the ear 
Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then how did you get into that? Like, did you always know that you wanted to do that? No, I didn't. <laughs> People always ask, like, why? Do you like ears? Like, is this some weird fetish? I'm like, no, I swear it's not. Fetish? It's not. No, that. yeah, I want it. I've never heard. Well, obviously, I've heard of them because my grandparents yeah. had hearing problems. Okay. So, yeah. So, did they have you... it in old age or they had it when they were younger? They had it in old age. And okay. then I had a best friend growing up who had a hearing aid. Okay. And she used to get picked on for it all the time. Oh, and I would, like, I'd be like, no one, no one's allowed to talk yeah. about her. No one's allowed to touch oh. her ear. Like, that breaks no one's allowed to pick out her ears. Yeah. Yeah, do, you know, was, do you know why she had the hearing loss? Was it um, at I think birth? it was just birth. Okay. Yeah, and so, and that was before they had, like, the tiny little micro ones. They had, yeah. like, the big ones that went over her ears. Yeah. And I, like, I'm sure they had the yeah. smaller ones back then, too. Yeah. But she had that as a child. And yeah. that and is so interesting that you are going yeah. into that field. So. No, it's it's definitely very yeah. rewarding. But I didn't know I wanted to do it my whole life. I, I really wanted to do something health-related. Okay. So when I went to my... When I got my undergraduate degree, I did a Bachelor of Health Sciences, and I didn't really know what exactly I wanted to do, so it was yeah. kind of like a medical science course for four years, and then we actually had this class where you had to make an infographic on a health profession that you knew nothing about. So, oh, and that's what you picked? Yeah, so I oh, stumbled no across it, and I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? This sounds super interesting. Yeah. And then all these other little signs kept coming in. My grandfather ended up getting pretty severe dementia, and he also had untreated hearing loss. So he ended yeah. up getting hearing aids during his progression of the dementia. So I kind of wanted to see, is there a cause and effect? Someone who's not getting mm-hmm. the treatment for their hearing loss, can they get dementia faster? Or could it reverse wow, the progression? Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to see if there was some kind of correlation. So that was kind of something else, that a little yeah. sign that came into my path. Wait, and what, my was, path. what was that? How, how um, did like, your experience? Not experiment, but yeah. how did, what did you find? So when I was in school, I actually did some research on the correlation between auditory deprivation and cognitive decline. Okay. So there actually are a lot of studies out there that say that, you wow. know, if you're, if, if you have hearing loss, you're, mm-hmm. you're lacking those senses you can't hear, you're kind of stressing your brain to work harder. So say you can't hear wow. and mm-hmm. you're kind of saying, can you speak up or what did you say? It's taking you a lot more energy to think, oh my gosh, what is she saying? Or trying to make out those words. Wait, oh my gosh. Now, yeah. okay, so many things are going on in my head. Both my parents, yeah. or both my grandparents who had hearing problems yeah. had dementia. They recently really? passed. Interesting. Within the past oh, two sorry. years. Yeah, Thank that's you. really tough. Uh, they lived such a beautiful, long life. Yeah. So, yeah, and they're they're with us here yeah. in heaven. Yeah. But, yeah, that's so crazy. And now I'm like, I ask people to repeat themselves yeah. every five seconds. Yeah. Have you ever had your hearing tested? No. You should definitely. Do you recommend you, you should, Yeah, you should consider it. No, seriously, wow. yeah, because that, that's what can happen. So, you know, your grandparents, for yeah. example, if they got dementia and they were kind of straining, oh, I can't hear Amelia from the other room, they're think, it's actually adding so much to their cognitive load. Wow. So that it's actually requiring more for them to concentrate on that, which can actually impair their cognition. So as they progressed older, not as like a younger age, did that have, yeah, a, do you think that I, had any I, impact? I haven't seen any studies on it now for people our age, yeah. but I guess if you're not stimulating your senses, it's like if you're, if you have vision loss and you're not wearing glasses, you're going to start to strain. You're going to get mm-hmm. headaches. It's, it's not going to work out for you. So I'm sure if you're, if you're getting untreated hearing loss at our age too, you're not getting that constant auditory stimulation, it could potentially actually affect those neural pathways. Wow, Emily, this is so cool. <laughs> I'm like a nerd. I'm like, wow, this is so cool. And I'm cool. like, science, let's keep talking. I love it. Also, I feel like I like breezed over that. Thank you so much. Of course. For um, your love comment oh about my, my grandparents. Oh, yes, we love them very dearly. Yeah. And they lived such beautiful lives. And yeah. it was 
It's we tough. knew it was coming. Yeah. Your goodbyes and yeah, it's never easy yeah. though. It, yeah, and yeah. same for your grandfather. I'm so yeah. sorry to hear about his no, dementia. No, he passed yeah. as well. So it was oh, kind I'm of so sorry. Yeah, after it happened, I was like, okay, you know, I want to see yeah. if I can help other people like him. Yeah. And oh. so it's kind of my little inspiration every day when I work. You know, I'm doing yeah. this for other people and for him. That is so beautiful. Mm, I thank love you. That. Thank yeah. you. So that's how you got it started mm-hmm. in a school project. Yeah, and, and then yeah, and I actually I wanted to tell you this as well. So, when I was in undergrad, I went on. I, I studied abroad in Singapore for a oh summer. Oh my god, no yeah. way! So when we were there, we were doing a public health course uh-huh. where you get the chance to go to India and see how all of their medical facilities are over there. Wow! So when I went there, it was in a rural area. It was called um, the Christian Medical Clinic okay. in Valour. I asked them. I said, "Do you guys have any audiologists or ear doctors?" And one of the nurses there said, you know what, we don't. Unfortunately, hearing loss goes untreated here the majority of the time because we don't have the resources or the trained individuals to help treat hearing loss. So that was something else that kind of stuck with me. And I was like, one day I hope to kind of bridge this gap and provide hearing health care and services to people abroad as well. So that's that's kind of my story in a nutshell. That's amazing. Thank you. Well, I'm Thank excited you. to watch you grow and to see how you can make that change in this industry. Thank you. Wow, that's excited. really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're also, you have so many titles to who you are. Mm-hmm. You are now a doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're officially mm-hmm. a doctor yeah. now. Yeah. You are an influencer as well. Mm-hmm. You run Mr. 05. You're the founder of Mr. Mm-hmm. 05. And you're a friend. You do so much. Mm-hmm. How do you balance like social media with your own social media mm-hmm. and then Mr. 05 and then mm-hmm. at the same time your extensive work? Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. It yeah. is. Yeah. It's 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 a lot. I definitely struggled to find balance. It's, yeah. it's been hard to decide how to allocate my time, how to, you know, work on something more than another or mm-hmm. you know, wh- where what area should I focus on because I love every part of it. I love being a good friend. I love having my family around. I love, you know, being there for them, but I also, you know, love having this company. I love being an influencer and taking content and I love the job as an audiologist that I'm about to start. So I think this past year was when I really started to juggle everything well. It was definitely hard for me for, you know, the, the heat of it, the two, three years of everything. But in New York, I think because New York is such a humbling place and everyone has so much going on, you go somewhere and, you know, you meet someone. Okay, they're the CEO of something. They also work nine to five. They also are a model. They also have a great social life. And you start seeing, oh, I'm not the only one who also does all this. It's kind of refreshing, but also a great way to see how they do it and how they find balance. So when I was... In New York, I actually had some mentors during my time at Cornell who said, hey, Emily, do you have a routine? Or, Emily, um, how do you do all this? Yeah. Um, you, you, you designed that. You made your website. You do. I was like, yeah, it, it's me. And um, Wait, so you don't have anyone who helps you on the back end of Mr. Five? So I did when okay. I was in Florida. But when I went to New York, I had to, because of this situation, yeah. had to kind of shut some doors to kind of put it on the back burner to kind of Which focus. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. To find that balance. So I had someone say, how do, you, how do you do all this? And I said, well, I do this. I have this person doing this. I have this. I have this. And yeah. they were like, well, how, do you, how are you going to 
how do you, how are you going to become a doctor if you do all these other things? And I kind of sat there and I was like, I don't know. I, I was like, <laughs> shit, I have to figure something out. So I decided to, you know, be more focused in what's most important to me. And that's helping people here uh-huh. and making people feel better. Yeah. But also to take care of myself first because I was kind of falling into this trap where I was doing all these things, filling out all these, ha- wearing all these hats, filling out all these roles, but I wasn't really prioritizing me mm-hmm. and my wellness. So I said, hey, look, I can always have this clothing company. This clothing company is doing well. It will be fine. I can, you know, structure my life, work yeah. on it twice a week. Everything will be okay. Yeah. I will never have the chance to do my residency at one of the best hospitals in North America. Let's make the most of this mm-hmm. and allocate my time to this. Love it. Influencing, that's my passion project. I'm going to do that on Saturdays. I'm going to go take photos. I'm going to go on my walks. I'm going to get people to take photos of me. That's going to be my fun day of the week. Mm-hmm. Being a friend making sure to call one friend every day during my lunch just to catch up, just to hear I'm and just be this. a good person and, you know, yeah. see what it's like. My friend's living overseas or not overseas in, in Toronto. So, <laughs> which is, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Which is a distance. <laughs> so I, yeah, I guess just the way I found the balance was taking care of myself and narrowing down my priorities Yeah, and kind of listing out okay what's important to me now mm-hmm. and what can I do later well, in my yeah. future and what can I do now and where do I see myself and my health fit into this and what can I do to become the best version of myself and actually accomplish what I want to do I love that and that is such an incredible answer and so thank well you. thought out thank you because I know we didn't we didn't even put that in the show notes because mm-hmm. that you do mm-hmm. balance so much under an umbrella of one person mm-hmm. and the fact that you were able to be like hey like mm-hmm. on a grand scheme look at everything I mm-hmm. have what can I prioritize what will always be here for me and what do I love and I think that's something that a lot of people don't figure out and maybe not until like their 40s or 30s and the fact that you were able to figure that out and narrow it down at such a young age is so incredible thank you I appreciate yeah that. you should be so proud thank of yourself you. yeah <laughs> and influencing so. When did that become, like, when did social media become, like, a light for you? So it was actually thanks to Miss 305. Wow, wait, yeah, no Yeah, so I always loved taking photos, and I always, you know, loved social. I've always loved Instagram. Instagram mm-hmm. has always been the platform that I've just, I've loved looking at people's photos. I've loved posting, and it's always been my little sweet spot social yeah. media platform. So when I started Miss 305, I was working with a bunch of influencers and that's how we were getting our most sales was through influencer marketing. Uh-huh. And did you reach out to the influencers yourself to be like, hey, yes. love your content, let's collab? Yes. Okay. And then a lot of a lot of influencers reaching out to us too. Yeah. So Well, actually I reached out to you guys way, way back when. Really? And that's how I found you. Like oh my I gosh. reached out and I was like, so if you guys are watching on video, you can tell that the quality has clearly changed. My camera space got full and I lost like my disc, like my like plug disc. So no. I'm like, we're filming on my phone for right now. Uh, so that's how I stumbled upon you, because I I saw... didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. I thought we just followed each other because we were, we both lived in South Florida. I don't remember when I found your page, but I think I like I found Miss Three Hundred Five, and then I found your page, and I was like. <gasps> She's so cute. Oh, I love so her content. Sweet. I love her clothing. Oh, um, I just got chills. Yeah. No, just like, yeah. you're so kind. It was way back when, like, even before I started influencing. Really? Yeah. No way. I'm influencing. How did you get oh, into, yeah. like, yeah. So I was, 
you know, working with a lot of influencers. We had our first big campaign for Miss 305, our Sweetwater collection, where we worked with um, a couple of really good influencers who were awesome. And the more I worked with them, the more I thought I kind of wanted to do it as well. Uh-huh. And the photographer for the campaign said to me, why aren't you in these photos? Why aren't you in this campaign? I said... Wait, were you ever in the photos in the beginning? Or um, what did that like look like no, for you? No, no. It was, it was more just me Wait, doing the creative really? design. Yeah. No way. Yeah, I kind of liked being behind the scenes. As much as I love taking photos and being in photos, yeah. I kind of liked being able to be like, you know, you do this, you do this, this is what this looks like. But then when she said that, it kind of stuck with me. And she was like, you should... you like." you would look great in this stuff. And yeah. I didn't really think anything of it at the time, but then, you know, a couple of weeks went by and I started posting as if I was an influencer and I started posting more authentic things. I was posting in my stories and I kind of said, you know, I don't really care what people think anymore. What I'm posting, I kind of just want to post stuff that I want to post. I love it. So I just did yes. that bit by yeah. bit. And then I started, I think this was about two and a half years ago, I started just messaging brands. Any brand I saw on Instagram, I would mm-hmm. message saying, hi, like, I'd love to work with you. No response, nothing. And then it would be, you know, months and it'd be like, okay, like, no one wants to work. I guess I just have to keep posting stuff. So I'd buy something, I'd tag it, and then it kind of just kept growing that way and then I would still keep messaging brands and then one said oh my god yeah we love your stuff like we would love to see your content so then bit by bit you know I'd get rejected by a couple but then one out of those five would Mm -hmm. say we'd love to work with you so then it it was going really well and I was loving it so it's definitely I I learned a lot from Miss 305 and influencers that way but then I kind of discovered it myself as well and you know, it took a lot of time to get where I am now, but you know, it was a process and it was, it was super fun. And to anyone out there who, you know, wants to start influencing or sees influencing, like, you know, this, you're an influencer Mm -hmm. yourself, but just put yourself out there and stop caring what people think. Because I think that's the number one thing is people care so much about what others are thinking or, Oh, this person's going to see this photo and think I'm this or this, that once you put those horse blinders on and you have no more peripheral vision, and mm-hmm. it's just you. Mm-hmm. You f- you feel amazing, and you can yeah. you can accomplish anything. And then you, that's when you get that audience. That's when you get people who want to see your stuff because it's it's just you. It's it's the authentic version of yourself. Yeah. Well, that was so well said. Thank you. I love that, and I love hearing everyone's story about how they got started in social media because mm-hmm. I'm such a firm believer that there's a space for everyone in this industry. Absolutely. Like everyone is their own individual and there's so many ways that you can brand yourself, you can market yourself, you can create different content. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's one, that's like my favorite part about like meeting different influencers Mm -hmm. and like their styles and the way that they take photos and videos is completely different than like the way I take photos and edit videos and things like that. So I love that. And you've gone to so many fun events and you've mm. like taken your audience along with them what are some of the things that like or like what's a, a piece of advice you would give to for like events like I know a lot of people are like I want to start creating content mm-hmm. they'll start creating content but then how do they brand themselves like how do they communicate with brands back absolutely um I think it's just once again putting yourself out there and not mm-hmm. being scared you know that a brand's gonna say no yeah because it will happen there's a huge yeah. chance that brands say you know we're actually our, our roster is complete or we're your content doesn't match with ours. I think Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, also aligning yourself with brands that you actually like. And I know you do this very well. At first I was just going after anything. Wait, I did the same though. You too? Oh my gosh. Like things that didn't even make sense with my content. I'd be like, 
if you have a budget, I'm in. Right. And then I was like, wait, why the hell am I right. doing this? This doesn't and feel for right. For me, even if they didn't, yeah. even if they didn't have a budget, I was like, oh, great. Like you'll send me a pair of socks. Fantastic. Like, yeah, great. And then I'd, yeah. I'd get the products and I'm like, wait, but this actually has nothing to do with me. What mm-hmm. am I doing? Yeah. So I think, you know, finding out, it's hard to know your niche right away. I, I'm still figuring it out myself. You wait, know? what would you say your niche is? Um, I'd say it's, it was very much heavily fashion, but I think it changes where I'm based. So like Florida was like fashion and like lifestyle. New York was heavily fashion. And now that I'm in Toronto, I'm trying to make it. And now that I'm in the heat of my career, I want it to be more wellness oriented and actually talk about my profession. But I I think to go back on what advice to give to people who, you know, they want to go to these events, they want to become an influencer. Mm -hmm. I think just kind of. Okay, making a list, what are the brands you want to work with? Okay, for example, I always wanted to work with Aloe. It was one of my dreams. I love mm-hmm. their clothing. I really wanted to have a partnership with them. Yeah. And New York Fashion Week was rolling around, and I just... Are you going to this week, this New York Fashion Week? No, I'm not. Okay. No, because I'm starting a new job, so yeah. I have to do all the onboarding. But this was two fashion weeks ago. Okay. Um, so this was your first year in New York? Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. And... Um, I just decided, you know what? I have nothing to lose. I'm going to send them an email. I'm going to tell them I love their clothes. I'm an influencer. This is what I stand by. I, I like to work with brands that I love, mm-hmm. and I would love to work with them during Fashion Week. And they said, absolutely. Come to our, our store in Upper East Side yeah. and ex- exper- experience Fashion Week with Aloe. And it was it was fantastic. And I think you know that would have never happened if it wasn't for mm-hmm. putting myself out there and just taking that leap of faith and yeah I think anyone it's it's not about how many followers you have or what you look like on the outside I think it's you know what you stand for yeah and what resonates with you and yeah you know just starting somewhere just first starting off by not caring and second just Mm -hmm. putting yourself out there and you honestly have to fake it till you make it like you so you really do do. yeah no one just wakes up one day as an (laughs) influencer like if you're passionate about yeah. helping people and you want to have a community and you want to influence people in their lives, then you essentially are an influencer. It's yeah. just acting like it. And then once you act like it, you become it. I love this. Yes, yes, yes. And also something that I feel like a lot of people, like a lot of people that are like, I want to become an influencer, but brands aren't reaching out to me. Yeah. That's like not a thing. I feel like. Absolutely. Unless like you are really growing immediately overnight. Right. It's so much easier for you to go out and reach out to brands because they don't know that you're looking for them. They're not looking for you. Exactly. Wow, Absolutely. I love that. Yeah, and that's such a great message. Thank yeah. you. I yeah. hope it. I hope it resonates with some people because I know there's so many people who out there, girls. Oh, how do you do this? Or I, mm-hmm. I want to do this too. Or you get invited to this. Or you. And it's at the end of the day, it's work. You know, when yeah. someone says, "Oh, you got this free thing," or "Oh, you got paid just to take a photo," it's, it, it's not just that. It's you know, yes. the the whole amp that you need to be able to mm-hmm. get that collaboration or that partnership and then yeah. sustaining that partnership and then actually creating the content it's 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 work yeah no for sure and I think a lot of people have misconceptions about like content creating or mm-hmm. like influencing and they're like oh you just take photos and get paid for it but there's so much that goes into it that you absolutely. don't see on the back end like absolutely the contracts and negotiating brand deals mm-hmm. and like the meetings that go into them like and there's like so many times where you'll connect with a brand or I'll connect with a brand and they'll say like, Hey, this is our set budget. But I'm like, right. You know, like, can we, like, if you're asking for all these deliverables, let's figure right. out like these rates. Exactly. And there's so many things that go into the back end too, like traveling and planning out the content and 
the amount of like brands that you're working with mm-hmm. on your like content calendar. It's a exactly. lot. Exactly. And like I'm one of those people who like I like to see the finished products. Like I genuinely mm-hmm. don't unless it's something I'm super passionate about. I don't yeah. want to see all the knit and grit that goes into it. I just right. want to see it. Exactly. And that's what I feel like a lot of people are like. They're like you. They only see the final product. Right. And then they're like, that's easy. Right. Like, why isn't exactly. everyone? And I think there's such, especially now since quarantine, mm-hmm. like, there's more spaces than ever to, 100%. like, have a community to connect with people because Absolutely. everyone has a story. Exactly. And I think now that's becoming more of a thing than in the past. I think influencers used to just be these, like, glorified people, and yeah. now they're more, like, of a connection. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that what you said was beautiful. It's, it's very you. true. It's yeah. true. But that's how I feel about your content, too. Yeah. Like, whenever I connect with you, I feel like I'm waking up in Toronto with you. Right. I feel like oh. I'm, like, camping with your friends. I feel oh, like I'm at that. your picnics. Like, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So, no, yeah. it's, it's And I, I think also, you know, anyone can do it. I think mm-hmm. if you have the drive, if you you know, want to inspire people. And if you have that impact on people, then you can naturally become that and you can work towards it. So anyone who wants to kind of, you know, create a community can, it's just about putting the work in and actually caring about others and wanting to make an impact in the world. Yeah. And And that's what I see through you as well. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're like an angel. No, like I love this. What is your, like, work-life balance? Because I know you're doing so much, but then with social media, when do you turn off? Because I think that's the hardest part about, like, being on all the time is that, like, you feel like you have to constantly take content with you or with family or, like, you know, this is, like, a cute angle. I'm going to snap that real quick. What is your balance between, like, finding time for social and Mm -hmm. then finding time just for, like, present time, like, Mm -hmm. every day? So what I do, I don't know if this is controversial or not, but... I always try to be present when I'm actually in the moment. Mm-hmm. I take my photos while I'm there, but I never post when I'm there. I do the same. You do the yeah, same. Do the oh same. My gosh, and then I get in my car one. and yes. I post them because yes. I'm like, because then I'm just yeah. like, I just find it disrespectful mm-hmm. and rude when you know you're at a dinner. I was at a dinner with my parents earlier tonight, mm-hmm. and oh, where did you guys go to dinner? We went to the fish market in Boca. Oh, I've never been there. It was really cute. It was oh, adorable. No. It was really yummy. Love. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So there, I you know got my mom to snap some pics of me with my lobster, all excited, yeah. and of course I want to post that to my story, but right away airplane mode, back in purse. Do you have your phone on airplane mode all the time? Yes. No way. Yes, because. If I'm constantly getting messages or mm-hmm. people are texting me, I can't be present. Okay. So wow. a lot of the time, unless like I need, like if I'm not doing something or mm-hmm. if I'm not, you know, if I'm not near my family or if I'm not near someone that's like sick or something, then I'll obviously have it so I can kind of keep tabs on that. But yeah. other than that, I try to keep my phone on airplane also to save storage for, so it doesn't, or to save battery life so Wait. it doesn't die when I'm out. I've and never heard of someone but, doing airplane mode instead of like, really? do not disturb. Yeah. 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 Because then wow. people actually can't reach me and then it's, you know, it makes me feel like, okay, I'm actually alone in this world, even though I'm taking these photos, but I'm so much more present because people can't I love talk. I so love that's that. kind of what I do. And then at the end of the day, I'll post my stuff or after I do something, then I'll post, but it's definitely hard to find that balance Yeah, for sure. Okay. Let's get into wellness because I want to hear so yes. much about your wellness lifestyle and everything that you practice and preach. I know you're doing the 75 hard right now. Yes. How's that going? It's tough. It actually is really hard. I didn't expect it to be this hard. Yeah. Well, yeah. how many days are you into it? So I'm 23 days in. Okay. And at the start, it was like the first week. I was like, oh my God, this is easy. Great. So 
for do you know anything about 75 hard or like what the tasks no. are okay I literally yesterday was researching so much about it um yeah. I'm talking to this new guy and he was like he saw my computer he was like are you gonna do the 75 hard and I was like <laughs> No, but maybe. Um, yeah. I was like, my friend Emily's doing it right now, yeah. and I have so many questions because yes. I learned so much about it yesterday. Oh my god, I'm so, so excited. I want to hear everything. So <laughs> my dad actually shared it with me a year ago and told me about the program because he really wanted to try it out. It's this. Are you guys doing it together? So yes, we're doing it together. <gasps> wow. So it's kind of encourage each other, and you know, it's it's been really fun. But uh, you have to complete five critical tasks every day. So. Andy Frizzella is the one who started this program. Okay. And it's just to develop mental toughness. It's not to do with physical toughness, even though that kind of comes with it. But yeah. just to be very mentally tough, to teach you to kind of be able to face any kind of adversity. Wow. Um, so the five critical tasks, the first one is to drink a gallon of water every day. Okay. And then you have to do two 45-minute workouts. And outdoors, right? One has to be outdoors. Okay. And what are you doing? Um, so mine are different every day. So I, I do an out, my outdoor one. I try to get done in the morning because okay. even if it rains, even if it's snowing, it doesn't matter what the conditions are outside. You have to do it outside because okay. it's supposed to teach you that, you know, not everything in life is controlled. So mm -hmm. get out there and wow. do that workout. No ifs, ands, or buts. So I usually do a walk or a run, depending on the day, for my outdoor one. And then my other 45 minutes will be like Pilates or a HIIT workout. Okay. And then you also have to take a picture of yourself every day. Okay. A progress picture. And then you have to stick to whatever kind of diet you want. Wait, I have so many questions yes. as you like. Yes, please, like please, them. please. How has the progress been? Have you seen like the difference in the photos? Or have you just like put them, like taken them and then put them away? So I haven't looked at them. I haven't looked oh at them. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm just doing that because that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But I have a feeling when I do look, it's not going to, I'm not going to be looking at the physical transformation. I'm mm -hmm. going to look at like the glow in my face, which is mm -hmm. what people have said yeah. since I've started is that like you look like you're glowing or you look like you're happy. You Your skin is like so hydrated Thank and bouncy. You. I've been staring at it since Thank we've been recording. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Um, so I think it's going to be more of that kind of transition. Mm -hmm. Like not physical, mental. Yeah, exactly. Or within, without. Right, yeah. right. To just see like, okay, I actually looked like I was struggling like mm -hmm. at the start. Like wow. just like mentally. Like you don't, like I just didn't look as happy. And then I feel like my last photo, I don't know yet, but I, I just have a feeling that I'm going to look transformed. No, I know you're going to. You know what I yeah. mean? So... The progress picture, and then you also have to, uh, let me think. Oh, you have to read 10 pages of a book. Okay. And it has to be, like, an entrepreneurial, self-motivating kind of book. It can't mm -hmm. be fiction, so it has to be nonfiction. And what are you reading? So I'm reading The Psychology of Money. Okay. Yeah, it's very, very good. Huh. I've never studied math, finance, business, so yeah. I kind of thought, I, I saw it in one of the top books you should read before you die. And oh, I love that. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is perfect. And it's a great way to kind of learn finance without having to go in the, the, the mathematical details. But it's yeah. all about, you know, greed, happiness, and money. Wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's, it's, and, and, and it's great because this is now the second book I've read while doing 75 Hard. I read mm -hmm. another book about social media, actually. Oh, which book? It's called Crushing It by Gary Vanderchik. Okay, I've never heard of it, so okay. I wanted to know. You should definitely give it a read. It's okay. just about personal branding and how to just put yourself out there wow. on all different platforms. But wow. what I've been liking is that it's forcing me to, you know, read one book because mm -hmm. you can't read multiple books. You have to read one, okay. get it done, and Were then you, you start the next. Always a big reader. 
I've always loved reading. Okay. But I haven't read this much in a while since school. Yeah. So it's been really great. And then do you read in the morning or in the night? It depends on what I'm doing that day, but I find that I'm more attentive when I'm reading in the morning because I like to take notes yeah. while I'm reading or in my book. Mm-hmm. And at night, I, I'd rather read a fiction book at night to fall asleep and then my nonfiction book yeah. in the morning to kind of really absorb it. Wow. Yeah, they say mm-hmm. that like the first hour or two hours when you first wake up, that's mm-hmm. when your brain takes in all the things for your subconscious Absolutely. for the day. So that's incredible. Yeah. Wow. And then I think there's one more task you have to do. Now I can't remember it I probably didn't do it oh yeah you have to stick Um, to some kind of he says diet but that includes just whatever you want so you could do keto you could do vegetarian vegan there's no restrictions it's it's just you know eating some kind of healthy form so no processed foods no quote-unquote cheat meals but what I'm doing I I don't really like sticking to diets I'm more into intuitive eating me too you too yeah Yeah. so I like just nourishing my body what's good for me not eating processed foods and you Mm -hmm. know if I'm hungry I'll eat or if I want something I'm not going to restrict myself yeah so that's kind of what I'm doing for that and then is there alcohol I feel like one of my friends did it and she because I didn't see on the list but I remember she did no alcohol yes. during the 75. That's actually, that's the fifth critical okay. task. I totally okay. forgot. Wow. Um, How is yeah, that so then? It's been tough. Yeah. So I, I love, I loved drinking socially with my friends. Yeah. It's something I've always done like yeah. in college, but I kind of stopped liking the way it made me feel. That's why I stopped drinking too. So you don't drink? I'm like completely sober. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. Wow. Thank I love you. that. Yeah, it, it's, I like, it's, yeah. It was really tough going to certain social situations where, you know, all your best mm-hmm. friends are drinking and, like, yeah. you're that's what you usually do. But, yeah. honestly, I've found it to be kind of, you know, a good conversation starter, as weird as it sounds. Really? Yeah. No, yeah. So people are like, oh, why do you have a water bottle in your hand? Or why aren't you having mm-hmm. a shot? And I'm like, oh, I'm actually doing this. And I kind of love it. And what is, like, the initial reaction when you tell people that you're doing the 75 hard? So some people are like, oh my god, what? Why are you doing that? That doesn't make sense. Or like, that Wait, sounds really? crazy. Yeah. Like like in a mean way? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. Some people, yes. Or like, why I are you doing this now? Yeah. Why are you doing this in the summer? Why are you like, why are you doing this? Like, why not just... Yeah. In, and I'm like... And what's your answer back? I, 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 I don't even have words because <laughs> it's just like, wait, what? Like, you should be happy. Wait, this is yeah, great. Yeah, I so, feel like that's the initial reaction. Like when I heard you, when you texted that, because yeah. I asked you, I was like, is yeah. there anything specific you want to talk about? And you yeah. said the 75 hard. And I was like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. We're absolutely right. going to talk about that. Right. Yeah, so crazy. I've had well, some. Yeah. I've had some mixed reactions. So a lot of my close friends, the majority of them, have been like, "This is amazing. I want to do that. I want to start. Like, I want to do this at Incredible. some point." Yeah. And a lot of them actually stopped drinking while I'm not doing this too. And we've been getting mocktails, and everyone's wow. kind of on that yeah. page. But then there'll be the odd person that I'm friends with, or like a friend's boyfriend or whatever, uh-huh. and they'll say, "Wait, what? That's crazy." And when you when I get those kinds of reactions, it kind of makes me feel like, okay, I need to protect my energy and not necessarily tell yes. everyone about this because. Yeah. All I want is, you know, positive energy because mm-hmm. this is already something that's difficult. Like, yeah. I don't need someone to look down upon it, you know? Yeah. It should be something that's inspiring or motivating. Yeah. Well, I'm championing you through it. I think this is Thank incredible. You. Oh, I think so sweet. you're so young and you're so motivated mm-hmm. and you're so, like, filled with light that mm-hmm. this is going to, like, this inspires me. Like, hearing oh, these conversations mm-hmm. inspire me. And I hope that, like, anyone who's listening, anyone mm-hmm. who's watching, mm-hmm. Feels the exact same. Go you. That's you. fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely great. And I think anyone 
who's, you know, who wants to stop drinking or limit their alcohol or mm-hmm. is struggling with, you know, having a structure in their life, it's definitely something that they, that's worth trying. Even if you don't get it through to the 75 days, you can always yeah. start again. And it, it definitely helps to kind of habit stack and make, make sure you get your stuff done faster because you yeah. have to get all these other things done in your day. So I definitely recommend it for anyone yeah. out there who's I love it. looking to try something different. Well, I love that. And thank you for sharing that of because course. I just think that's so cool. I really do. I love hearing different people that like are challenging themselves mm-hmm. because I think life should always be like, you, you should always constantly be growing mm-hmm. and finding different ways to like mm-hmm. learn more about yourself and like look within. So I think that is so thank fucking you. cool. Thank you. Yeah. Have you skipped a day? So I've had to start again once. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which I love that you're being yes. so honest about. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I was actually at my, one of my best friends, champagne toasts and she, Uh, Everyone was drinking, and I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to have any, whatever. I ordered a mocktail sangria, and I was, like, so, so ready to be on board. Yeah. And and then I was like, oh, shoot, like, I didn't do my workouts. And we were having a party at her place after, and I kind of just felt, okay, like, this isn't right for me to go do two 45-minute workouts. Wait, you restarted because of the workouts, not because of, like, drinking, not because of, wow. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is my fault. I I slept in. I should have worked out before going to my friend's party. Uh So then came the afternoon I was like okay guess I'm starting again wow the so next day technically you would have been at what like 40 something was it like halfway through or was it like it was halfway weeks? through yeah. wow okay yeah yeah and then has your dad finished it so he hasn't finished it yet so okay. he's technically 15 days ahead okay wow yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. But, um, but they say that one yeah. every person has, like, one thing that's really hard for them. So, like, if it could be, like, the drinking for one person. Yeah. Or for me, it's like, okay, I, I really want to have, like, a large pizza and eat it all to myself. Like, that's, like, yeah. my hard thing. But it's processed, so I can't do it. So, yeah. that, those are, like, that the challenges yeah. that I've faced. Wow. Emily, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I love hearing that. And now I want to hear so much about, like, your daily routines, mm-hmm. your wellness routines. Like, what mm-hmm. are... Okay, so now we talked about your daily routine in New York. Yeah. What is your daily routine in Toronto? Um, okay, so now that I have, you know, more of a, a sense of taking care of myself after New York, after, you know, people telling me, do you have a routine? Or I didn't really, yeah. like, think much of routines. In my life, I never had a routine. I kind of just woke up and did whatever I wanted. I uh-huh. had no structure. Didn't matter when I was in school, whatever. It was just whatever the day was. So then after being in New York and having one of my mentors say, look, you should probably have a routine. It's actually really good. Like you should wake up at the same time. You should go to bed at the same time. You should work out every day or whatever your routine may be. And I was mm-hmm. like, what? Like, I don't want, I don't do that. Like I wake up, I sleep in a little <laughs> and then I get there when it's time to be yeah. there. So that kind of sparked a little bit of ignition in me. And I was like, okay, I want to be a routine girly now. Like, how I do I do it. this? Yeah. So that's honestly one of the reasons why I started 75 Hard. Because I was like, this gives me a good routine. Yeah. But my routine in Toronto, it's still different every day. But I try to do a couple things that are the same every day. So okay. um, I, try to get, I try to get into bed before 1030 at night to fall asleep before 12. And in the day... In bed, I, are you on your phone? Are you no, reading? No, no. Never on my TV. phone when I'm in the bed, and okay. never watching TV in the bed. Okay. Always just either chatting with my boyfriend or just like thinking about the day or yeah. like reflecting on like what went well, what didn't go well. And then in the morning, I usually try to do a workout in the morning if I can. Okay, what time are you waking up? So it depends on the day, but okay. I try to wake up before nine every day. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. like not spend any time, not more than five minutes on my phone when I'm in the bed because okay. I, I just would rather not do that. And then I do a workout 
and then I usually have my coffee before, then I do a workout. Coffee is, I love hearing everyone's like knit and grit to their morning routines. Okay, I think, so you want more. <laughs> like, I, th <laughs> I think that's what makes us, like that's how we show up for ourselves yes, every single yes. day. I'm such a crazy, I don't know, I'm crazy about my morning routine, so I love hearing about everyone. Yeah. So like, what's your coffee order? Are we doing black coffee, yeah. creamer? What are we doing? Black coffee. I really? honestly love the Cinnabon vanilla black coffee okay so I make it every morning it's so good okay highly recommend trying it or the Dunkin vanilla okay it's so good but I always make the coffee I I I'm trying not to spend money on coffee because it's something mm -hmm. I can make and that's like it just I get excited the night before that I'm gonna go make my coffee I in the morning love that. I'm the same I like wake up in the morning excited to drink coffee yeah right yeah. it's just such a good feeling it like gets me out of bed right yeah. do you like yours black um no I like my coffee literally the mm -hmm. color of my shirt actually Ooh, like, like I a put little creamy. so much cream in it. Yeah. It's actually well, I do decaf too. Oh, really? I like started drinking decaf this year because no way. I, I guess I've developed within the past like two years anxiety. Well, yeah. I guess I have anxiety yeah. is a real thing. Yeah. I'm saying I feel like that's I've developed anxiety within the past two years. Yeah. And my entire life, I've never had anxiety, wow. and I realized that it's from my diet because now I yeah. eat so many whole foods, natural foods, and yeah. what I eat and drink goes through my bloodstream so much faster. Yeah. And so, I wow, so you get more anxious when you have coffee. Yeah, I grew up like always. I started drinking coffee in yeah. like sixth grade, which is really young. Yeah, um, like That's so so young. young, very very young. I loved it. I just loved the taste of it. I yeah. do like coffee with creamer, and. I was having panic attacks last year. No. And I was like, I don't know why they're coming. I don't know yeah. what it's caused from. I've always been so easygoing, like happy-go-lucky. And then I saw a doctor and they were like, it's probably from your caffeine intake. Wow. So then I wow. now do decaf. Wow. Um, you still have like, yeah. you're still tasting your coffee in the morning. Oh my God, I love the taste of coffee. Wow. Um, so that's, I do decaf and then I'm do, I do non-dairy now because of my skin. I get really bad hormonal acne when I eat dairy. So oh no. I do decaf black coffee yeah. I love homemade coffee and then a ton yeah. of non-dairy creamer Ooh. and that's like my favorite cup that sounds so. amazing yeah like, thank I want you. That now. That's thank awesome. you. did you find when you stopped drinking coffee that you got bad headaches or did it did you get a little jittery or anxious or was mm. it better for you because you had that underlying anxiety honestly no I think it was just so much better for me I think I've always just been someone who's super energetic. Mm -hmm. Like, as a kid, they called me, like, the Tasmanian devil. Oh, my god! So, like, I was always running around, yeah. just, like, always nonstop. And I think the coffee and the caffeine, and I just had a matcha, and it had caffeine, and I know, like, yeah. matcha's not as bad as the coffee, mm -hmm. but I know I'll go through, like, spikes. Mm -hmm. And when I went to decaf, nothing in my life changed. I just felt wow. more myself. Interesting. That's so. amazing. Thank I love you. hearing that. Thank That's you. That's awesome. So, okay, so you do black coffee, and then yes. what do you do after? Yes, so I've been going to um, Pilates. I was never a Pilates girl, but some of my friends in Toronto showed me um, this really cool Pilates class that's in, like, a hot studio, so you sweat Ooh, a lot. I love hot Pilates. Yeah, okay. and it's, like, really good music, really good energy. Everyone kind of lets loose, and it's dark, so yeah. you're not, no one's watching you. You're not looking at anyone, and they have candles everywhere. So I try to do that at least three times a week. Okay. And then, Love. yeah, it's so great. So that's like my morning routine, I guess. And then depending on the day, whatever I'm working on, I'll uh -huh. either work at a coffee shop or work at my place in Toronto. And then in, in the afternoon, you know, I'll, I, I do intermittent fasting. 
Me too. Um, you do too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so then I'm like a huge faster. Yeah. I don't, I don't really like eating breakfast anyways. Like I don't really have an appetite till around like noonish. Mm-hmm. So I'll usually have like a really big breakfast at like noon or What's one. What's breakfast? What are we eating? Okay. I love avocado toast like okay. with um, chili flakes and then Ooh, yes. so good. <laughs> and then sunny side egg on top to like dip Yum. the toast in some feta on top, and then fruits, whatever kind of fruits I'm craving that day on the side. Yum. Okay. That's my go-to DIY breakfast, lunch kind of. I love it. Okay. And then do you have lunch too? Because what's your, like what, okay, so you eat around 12. Yeah. And then you have your avocado toast with your dippy eggs and your fruit. Yes. Yes. And then do you eat lunch or do you go straight into dinner? So I'll have a snack. Okay. um, And then I'll have my dinner like later. And what's normally your snack? It depends. Usually, I'm not going to say almonds because of that whole situation on TikTok, the almond mom. Wait, um, oh, from yeah. Yolanda? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I do love nuts. Like, that's, like, okay. a fun snack. And no, but that's, like, really fulfilling, and right. there's so much I protein I also just enjoy the taste it. of them, too. They're really yeah. good. And I've been making this almond bake. It's, like, a granola bake. And, Ooh. like, berries, yogurt, um, granola. Okay. And then you mix it all up, and then you put it in the oven for, like, 10 minutes and then it, it's like wow. your own granola bars homemade oh my and gosh you see everything you're putting so in it good. so it's just like super filling and it fills me yeah. up so much it's it tastes amazing and like sometimes I add a little bit of almond butter peanut butter or little chocolate chips like dark chocolate yum yeah. would you ever film a recipe video for that I would I haven't really considered doing that though as you say if you do yeah. you send it to me? of course <laughs> oh my gosh obviously yeah that sounds delicious yeah it's really good okay and then dinner, dinner. I usually do dinner around like six or seven okay um whether I cook it or get takeout Mm -hmm. that's usually the time I want to eat and then I don't really watch any television I kind of just relax at night before bed yeah sometimes I steam or go in the sauna I'm so big into steam yeah steam saunas and infrared saunas right now so I've never done the infrared sauna it's a lot more calming. I love sweating. Like, yeah. that's my biggest release. Like, yeah, me too, honestly. Today, I cried. Um, oh, no. No, it was a good cry. I, like, needed it. You know, like, that, you know when you just, like, get to a point where you're like, there's yes. so much happening in my life. Yes. But it's all good. Yes. And then so you're like, this like, is amazing. Yes. yes. So, I'm very emotional. I cried in the sauna, and I was like, wow. And it just felt so good. I got out, and I was like, ugh. Fresh of breath wow. air. Like, I just felt more grounded in myself. Yeah. And, like, refreshed, um, probably, too. Yeah, so refreshed. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so you sauna, you wind down. Yes. And, honestly, every night before bed, I always take a bath. You do? Always. It's, really? I've been doing this since I was a kid. My mom does it as well. And she always told me, wow. take a bath before bed. It's You'll have a better sleep. So, I always, and I don't do it for very long, honestly. Okay. I do it for, like max 10 minutes I just sit there and I relax I'll put like Epsom salts in there or just you know a bath bomb and I do that every single night if wow. there's a bath or if, if 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 I'm in a hotel like probably not but no um, yeah Wait, I've never heard of anyone doing yeah that. That's no so like cool. I have a weird obsession with taking a tub like it's taking a it's tub the best feeling ever oh my gosh that's so cute <laughs> okay do you play music or no you just sit no. in the silence with your thoughts yeah Wow, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, I cool. really like it, yeah. <laughs> wow, okay, I love that. And then favorite wellness trend or hack that you've tried this year that you've embraced? Oh, good question. Um, I've never meditated until this year. Wow. So that would be my my wellness hack. Yeah. I've, it's been really hard for me being so busy in the past four years to like just sit there and feel grounded without thinking about other things. Uh-huh. So I tried meditating 
with an app actually and it's called the open app I love that. Have you tried it? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Yeah, and they're yoga too. Yes. Yeah, and breath yes. work. Yeah, yes. okay. Yes, Love. So I've been trying that, and I just feel so refreshed afterwards. Good. And I kind of like, it sounds bad to say, but I used to always, you know, be like, oh, I would never just sit there and like listen. Now I'm like, I, I need this. This really helps. Yeah. No, I love that. And I was the same like before, cause now like meditation is literally like what I surround my life around. Right. That's amazing. Um, thank you. Do you, have you incorporated but, it into your routine? Like, do you meditate every day? Every day. I wow. have, there's not been a single day in the past three years now that I haven't meditated. What time of day? I, I need to know. I want to. Yeah. I want to add this to my routine. This is awesome. Um, as soon as I wake up, like no one talks to me, no phone. Wow. I like if I have to go and go to the bathroom, I like get up, go to the bathroom, but immediately I meditate. Wow. Um, so you don't check your phone. Yeah. You don't do you and do you meditate through an app or do you do you guide yourself through your meditation? Um. So it depends. Like I love great meditation on YouTube. Then recently, that's one thing I've been working on, and we're incorporating yeah. that. We're actually building an app out right now. Oh my um, god! For my congratulations. Own that's amazing. Thank you. Wow. Oh my gosh. When Thank it's done, you. I need, I need access to oh my it. Gosh. I want to do I, all your meditation. I would love to send you on. Yes. I'll I send would you love on for to. sure. I immediately wake up. I meditate first thing. Cause if wow. I've had days that I haven't, like there's not a single day in the past three years that I haven't meditated once. Like I'll do like wow. a five minute meditation. If I have like an emergency needed to get out of bed, yeah. just toss on yeah. clothes, go. I'll like play a car meditation or I'll wow. play like a walking meditation. But meditation has, like, truly changed my life. Like, it's, I think, truly why I am the way I am now in comparison to how I used to be. Wow. So, yeah, I immediately wake up, meditate. I don't talk to anyone. I, like, all of my friends know. All of my family know. Really? They can't come into my room until I meditate. Like, I'm, like, crazy about it. That's amazing. I had no idea. Yeah. Because I'm, like, a rage monster if I don't. That's so great. Has there ever been a day where you you can't, like, you haven't been able to meditate and you can actually tell oh, it yeah. was because of that. Oh, yeah. There's been days where, and I love my niece and nephew so much, and if I don't get up, I, I like to be the first one up in my house. Yeah. I, like, grew up with, like, such a big family, Aww. and they all, like, my sisters have their own families yeah. now. So their houses are so fun and loud Aww. and energetic. But I have to be up first, so then I get my meditation in. And there's days that I get woken up and I'm like... <gasps> You're like, oh no, here comes the bad aunt. Yeah, I'm like, ah! And then I'll be like, hey guys, I love you. I need to take my space. Yeah. And everyone in my family is like, go do your thing. Because they've seen yeah. like how much I've changed throughout. Wow. I just feel That's so much amazing. calmer and present. That's Thank very you. inspiring, honestly. Thank yeah. you so much. Well, I'm so glad to hear that you got into meditation. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, I, I like, everyone's story is so unique. Because yeah. I was the same. Like, yeah. I was like those fucking hippies, like, I'll never, like, I was like, that's so weird, I can never calm my mind down, yeah, and now that's why I think I can think clearly because of it, yeah, because you're actually, like, doing that practice for yourself, yeah, that's amazing, it's very inspiring, I definitely want to try doing that, well, you are doing it, more often, and actually incorporate it, because it's, for me, it's like, oh, like, my mind's racing, I'll meditate, like, once a week, or, you know, oh, I'm going in the steam room, I'll throw meditation on, and Mm -hmm. I, I, every time I do it, I feel so good. Yeah. Like, okay, I do. I need to do this more often. Yeah. Well, if you try the morning meditations, let me know how they mm-hmm. work for you. I would love to. Uh, it just, like, it allows you to start your day on the right foot. Yeah. Because I'm someone who, like, as soon as I wake up, my brain's going. I'm like, right. what am I doing? Exactly. What's on my calendar? Who yes. do I need to meet with? Yes. Like, what's happening? What are we yeah. doing? Have you so. ever done, I forget what the book is called, but when you set your affirmations in the morning, like, what do I want? Oh, um, like the five-minute journal? Yes, yes. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. Do you do that as well? Or have you ever done that before? So I did the five minute journal and we're actually coming out with something fun. I'll like tell you off camera. But yeah. like, I love you always. For me personally, I have my own journal system. I like yeah. to do my magic gifts is what I call them. Like, oh I don't think enough time there's... I don't think we pour into ourselves enough as mm -hmm. we do into others. Mm -hmm. So I like to spend like a couple minutes and I'll just write like, hey, thanks so much for showing up for me, like to myself and I'll journal like, I love that, you know, you were so kind to yourself mm -hmm. yesterday. I love that you spent extra time working out. That's like amazing. I'm pouring that in. Thank you. Yeah, seriously. And then I do like some journaling. I'll just dump, like I'll mm -hmm. do a brain dump. So I do, I'll meditate and then I'll go into journaling completely yeah, yeah. and I'll just do my magic gifts. Wow. And then whenever I'm manifesting, if I want to say like, hey, like right now I have my New York event coming up yeah. soon. And so yeah. I'm like nonstop. It's just been like journaling about that, like getting wow. into tune with like setting my mind as if I'm there now. Yeah, that's incredible. And dumping. So, wow, I love you. that. Thank have you, you ever, so I'm asking you so many questions, but no, 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 have you no. ever done a moon water manifestation before? No, can you tell me what that is? Okay. Because so many people like post about it on their yes, Instagram and yes. I have no idea what it is. So I did my first ever. I'm, I've never really wow. done much manifestation okay. before, but one of my friends actually sent me a TikTok. She's like, you got to try this out. Like try this manifestation. There's going to be a full moon. So I tried it and it worked. What it was, was it? the craziest thing ever. So I think it was two weeks ago. There was a really big full moon. I was at my cottage with my family and my aunt, my cousins and I was like, let's all make moon water together. You guys all did it yes. together? Yes. So we oh, all I got these little that. jars. We put water in it. We went outside to a cornfield near my cottage. And we all put these jars up against the moon. Like this. Okay. And then, Wait, against? Like you were just holding it like, in front of the moon? Yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah, against the moon. Holding it in front of the moon. <laughs> no, you're, I, knew <laughs> you were, I knew what you were saying. You're and so then good. we were all whispering our intentions to our water. Like whispering it and not telling anyone. Wow. Yeah, so I was like saying all what I wanted to come true in my life, what yeah. I wanted for the next year, these goals, so be it. Uh -huh. And then you shut your jar and then you put the jar in a garden or outside anywhere where the moon's light is shining. And then the next morning you drink it uh -huh. and it's supposed to all come true. And everything so far that I manifested wow. happened for me. Yes. No and it way. was and yeah, it, incredible. So it's only wow. you can only do it when there's a full moon. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's so, so cool. highly recommend trying it. And now I'm like I want to know all this stuff about manifestation oh and gosh. all these things cuz I'm like okay, yeah. this stuff actually works and like intention setting and it, it just it makes you feel better. Yeah, no, it so does. Wow, that is so cool. Mm -hmm. Can I ask you one thing that you manifested that mm -hmm. came true? Mm -hmm. Are you do you want to say I, I can okay. say one thing, yeah. Okay. So I I was really stressed about like what my next path was like was yeah. I gonna stay in New York Toronto or go to back to New York stay in Toronto or um, come back to Florida because a part of me wanted to come back to the U S or maybe even consider going to L A it's always been like a little yeah. dream of mine in the back yeah, burner same. so I, I kind like of that. said that to my water like I hope whatever is supposed to come or whatever I'm supposed to do will come to me uh huh and. I got a really good job offer in Toronto and it kind of just fell in my lap. Thank you. Oh my god! And it's there this, at this job, I'm going to be a clinician and do what I want to do and wow. treat patients, but they're also allowing me to do social media, podcasting and the more creative stuff for them as well. So everything wow. kind of came together and I was like, okay, this is a sign like this this moon water mm -hmm. happened, yeah. and now I this just kind of came, and now here is my path, and I'm doing everything I want to do 
So wow. that, well, that's one of the things. That's incredible. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. I that's appreciate so it. That's so huge. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank yeah. you. No, absolutely. Well, I'm excited to watch you grow in this Thank new journey you. of yours. Oh. Yeah. And thanks for sharing that. Of course. Yeah. So I'm such a firm believer in like manifestation, mm-hmm. like what you do comes back to you, what you 100%. say, the way your energy mm-hmm. feels all reflects and like kind of moves in like a circle. And I was never like that until yeah. like a couple years ago. Really? Yeah. Until like I started like my yeah. self-love journey. Wow. And I yeah. feel like also what you put out, mm-hmm. it, it's like it, whatever you say, it's actually like that's what can happen. I don't yeah. know if I said that properly, but you know, if you no, say No, you said like, that so spot on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, like you don't, you want to have a good day. Let's have a good day. Like, mm-hmm. good morning. Let's, let's have fun today. Like you yeah. will, if you manifest it, it will happen. Mm-hmm. I, I'm such a yeah. firm believer of it. Yeah, me too. Like speak it into existence and mm-hmm. it'll all come back into fruition. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, this episode has been so much fun. Emily, thank so you much fun. so, so much for coming on. I've oh. loved this so dearly before we head out. Do you want to plug your socials and where everyone can find you? Absolutely. Um, you guys can follow me at Emily, E-M-I-L-I-E, Voss, V-O-S underscore on Instagram. And it's the same on TikTok as well. And if you want to follow Miss um, 305, yes, which yes, is yes. how we met, it's at Shop Miss 305. And that's our Instagram. And it's the same on TikTok as well. And I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this episode as well. Oh. And thanks, Amelia, for having me. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you for yeah, coming on. And hearing more oh. about you and meeting you today. You're so incredible. And thank you guys so much for listening. And excited. You guys are going to love this episode. It's been so much fun. And I forgot that we were recording. I honestly it. forgot, too. I thought we were just hanging out. <laughs> I love this. Well, thank you guys always. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Yay. Oh, my gosh. That was so great. Oh, but I'm so goodness. excited. That was-